Hey, Trav, you know something, man? I really want to get a tattoo. I see all the cool tattoos that you have, and I think that it's finally time for me to get one, bro. You know what, man? I've been waiting for you to say that, and do I have the place for you? Oh, what's that? Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard out in Portsmouth, Virginia. Okay, so I want to get a sweet Dragon Ball Z tattoo. Do you think that they'll be able to hook me up there? Not only can you get a Dragon Ball Z tattoo, you can get a Death Note, My Hero Academia, Totoro. This place is the tattoo shop for all things anime and nerd culture. Well, bro, I'm so happy that you told me about Golden Ink Tattoo, and I think I'm going to go there today, and I'm going to get me a really, really sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Well, look, I'll tell you what. What? Why don't we go ahead and call my personal friend, Denise, who's the owner of the shop, and we can give her a call at what? 757-465-1010. Again, that's 757-465-1010. Now, do you think if I go up there and, you know, I say, hey, I'm from Loveland Up with Benjamin Banks, that she'll hook me up? Or do you think I want to pay full price? You walk into Golden Ink Tattoo and you mention the words Loveling Up Banks, they will give you 10% off of your Uh. tattoo. Bro, that sounds really awesome, man. So I'm about to go ahead and call Denise. I'm going to tell her what type of tattoo I want to get. And then the next time you see me, I'm going to have a sweet My Hero Academia tattoo. Get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. What's good, everybody? You're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav, and our special guest, Rebellious D. What's good, everybody? Yeah. What's going on, fellas? Rebellious back, man. Three weeks in a row. That's you right. what? Rebellious is back, bro, for three weeks in a row. Well, you know what they say, man. Third time's the charm. Or is it? Or is yeah. it uh, three strikes and you're out? It, it could be either one, bro. It's it's either this the charm or your ass is out of here, bro. <laughs> oh, well, man, I hope it's no not the same, bro. Right? You you out of here? Like them devs got rid of uh, how them devs left Naughty Dog? Just go. Oh, hold on, Rondo. What, what you talking about? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about the Last of Us too? I'm talking about all the juiciness that has gone down at Naughty Dog. All right. Dog. Okay. Well, I'm going to need you to tell me what's going on, Rondell, because the only thing that I know is that The Last of Us 2, uh, originally it said that it was going to be put on hold indefinitely, but now it was revealed that they're still coming out with the game, I believe it's either June or July 22nd now. No, That's all I it's know. It's June 19th. Remember. June 19th. It was supposed to come out May 29th. Yes. When they put it up for pre-order. Then what you say about February is when they said we're pushing it back. Yeah, Wouldn't you I say that's it. about right? February-ish is when that yeah, ended uh, up no, happening? No, 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 no. It was, it was March because it was March? I, I remember that they said it was something along the mm. lines of because of the coronavirus that uh, it was getting canceled or something like that. Not canceled. But that's but a lie. Old. But that's a, if, if they did say it was because of the coronavirus, that, that's a lie. Like they lied to us. I why it's getting pushed uh, back. So, but that's if so, that's what they said. Because I'm not okay. confirming. So, what was the real reason yeah, for getting the, the pushback? Well, yeah. So, according to whatever upset devs 
were. The reason it was getting pushed back is because Sony and Naughty Dog, which everybody knows now, Sony purchased Naughty Dog a number of years ago. So Sony yeah. owns Naughty Dog. Uh-huh. They're part of Sony. Um, they were in talks with HBO about doing a Last of Us series to tie yeah. in from the first one leading into the second one. And that's when they would release mm-hmm. the game is when the series wrapped up. I'm not positive if it was live action or, you know, anime or what it was supposed to be. It was going to be a live action series. But that was like supposed to be the the, the linking bridge between both games. Okay. Mm. Well, okay. all right. So, and now this is my thing. And I'm just going to put this out there before we start getting into why disgruntled these people were. Anytime, and Banks knows this because, again, you're a professional wrestler inspiring to be bigger than what you are right yes i'm a music engineer inspiring to be to work on bigger records than i actually currently work on when you work in any sort of field that requires entertainment you know that you're overworked and underpaid until you reach a certain point that's like the quote-unquote rules of the game Mm -hmm. those paying your dues whatever you want to call it we know that in the video game industry is one of them and everybody knows before they get into that field this is what you're up against a lot of hours for mediocre pay and you do it because you have a passion to work on video games so all right so there's this guy and he agrees to everybody knows like video game companies they don't actually have a lot of real employees they contract gamers to develop games. And then once that game is done and the contract's over with, yeah. you know, they're looking again for another job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Because they're contractors. So whatever contract that this guy, you know, signed off on or agreed to, he eventually went back and said, hey, this isn't enough pay for how, many, for how much I'm working. I want more money. Obviously, Which is something you can't do. Obviously, Naughty Dog told him, uh, "No, dude, that's not happening. This is what you agreed to. Yeah, this you is what you're going to do." For. And I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. but that's the same thing that happened with uh, Megan The Stallion. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, here's the mm. thing with Megan The Stallion. It's she was at the time, and this is what I can figure. She was willing to give up said money. For the ability to elevate herself and get the music out there. And then the money would come eventually. And then she thought she got so big that she deserved a new contract without finishing Mm -hmm. said contract. And unfortunately, that's not going to happen nine times out of ten. It's just not going to happen. So uh, anyways, this guy wanted more money. They want to give it to him. So he left the company. Now, there's a lot of other disgruntled employees, too, along the same lines. They're overworked, they're underpaid, yada, yada, yada. But this guy actually physically leaves. Well, eventually, he becomes so disgruntled that he contacts friends that he has that are still working on the game and pretty much got all the leaks that we had seen. All the leaks that came out are from him and this other disgruntled employees who put the leaks out. Of the game, yeah, which is pretty much the whole entire storyline. They put it out. Wow. Now, in response wow. to that, that's when we got the release date. Like that morning, 
all the spoilers came out. Twitter was popping. And Naughty Dog officially came out literally like two hours after the spoilers all got released. And said, it's coming out June 19th. They didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. They got to put it out now because everybody knows the game. They're not. Yeah, they can't change the whole game at this point. Yeah, it's too no, late. Yeah, too far in. My thing now. That's- the other side of it is this guy immediately gets served a warrant and is arrested. Yeah, because it's like it's like breach of contract. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure it's a number of other things. I don't know the actual legal terms yeah. for what he did and stuff like that. But anyways, there's a lot of people online who, like, agree with this guy that these guys need to be paid more. But – or they shouldn't be worked as much. But here's the yeah. thing, dude. It's like, do they – they just don't understand how many hours goes into making a video game. So if you want these video games to not be four or five years – you know, of being made, then those yeah. are the hours that those makers are going to have to work, dude. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Well, I it do. definitely seems like, yeah, it seems like video gaming, it's obviously blooming. You know, it's it's bigger than what it used to be when we were younger. So, you know, these things are going to happen more and more probably. Supply and demand, right? Well, and on top of that, man, these video game companies make... Honestly, I think a lot of the big boys, you know, like Ubisoft mm-hmm. and Naughty Dog and EA. Yeah. EA, especially EA. I mean, those guys probably honestly make more money than like uh like Hollywood studios, for sure. Because yeah. uh yeah. how much the budget is for a game versus how much they get back mm-hmm. on return. Yeah. Cuz really they only Definitely. spend a couple million on a game. Versus a movie like Endgame that there's no video game that costs three hundred and fifty million dollars to make. Exactly. Yeah, you like know? you're probably looking yeah. at any anywhere between one to I was about to say, I don't million. think a video game has cost more than ten million dollars to make. Yeah. So the return on the video game is much, much greater than anything else that Hollywood can do. But yeah, I mean so they put it out now from my understanding. The since all the leaks have happened, the deal has fell mm. through with HBO. It's not happening now. Mm. This live action. Yeah. So I don't know if he can personally be held accountable for that. You know, if they can pin that on him and see what happens. But it's definitely been like the biggest video game scandal I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Because it's like all, all I didn't really look that far into it. Because and I I do like The Last of Us. I enjoyed the first game, and I was excited when they made the announcement that it was still coming out. But I didn't know like all this juicy gossip and behind the scenes stuff went down. So it's like you know I can understand like why everybody is up in arms right now. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, it's wild. Like I said, I don't think I've ever seen as long as I've been on at least as long as like the internet's been like a thing where. Once somebody says something, you can't take it back. Once we've you reached like yeah. that point of the internet, I can't yeah. recall anything happening in the video game industry that has been like this colossal. Yeah, me either. I, mean, I, I know that there was something that had happened. Um... Oh, no, I take that back. Kojima. Kojima. Oh, yeah. With, that uh, was, that with, was something he... With Konami. Hideo Kojima. Yeah, with Konami... 
Um, you had the situation that happened with the the team that was working on L.A. Noir, where it's like Rockstar laid all of them. Yeah, off but that's after. that's not a a game that no. Like again, we're talking about Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and the creator yeah, of Metal Gear Solid, and then The Last of Us. Oh, is one yeah. of the, it was a messed up scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but I mean, like nobody, nobody was. The game wasn't that big, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like it happened to Grand Theft Auto, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But well, so, uh, question, for, question for you guys: Do, Would y'all put um, the stuff that happened with uh, what game was that? Um, JoJo's Fallout. Daughter. That stuff that happened with Fallout when they. Yeah, I think that it was, was that pretty... game. Everybody... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like when everybody was complaining about the ending and everything. Do y'all think that's the same magnitude as this or what? No, 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 no. Because that's like that's just an ending to a game. Like uh, I, I, I thought you was about to bring up Fallout seventy six, where like everybody was complaining about. Oh well, that was just know, a bad game. Yeah, the, the, all yeah, the but it, and... those are all still things that are game related. These are things yeah, that are happening like... with real people. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that work That's in true. the industry. Well, I just think that it was a little bit bigger, I guess, to me. Well, that, that what I brought up compared to what you're talking to, about. Just because I don't remember them changing the, the ending of anything. That sounds like something that they would do on a no, movie. No, bro. I'm, or something you don't cinematic. mean Fallout. I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off. You mean Mass Effect 3. When yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mass Effect 3. Sorry about yeah. that. I don't know why I, I drew a blank. But yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of heavy. A little. I mean, it's like you said. This is somebody's job, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, a, and he's, so, this is something that cost the company millions. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, huge like difference. The, huge and difference. millions, millions but, of dollars, bro. But yeah, um, you know, speaking of you know stuff that's costing people money, you got AMC and Regal saying that they're not going to show any more Universal movies there because they did the video on demand service. You know, since. The coronavirus has been going on and they're like no we don't want to bring you guys back because I'm, I'm assuming that once everything passed over you know they were going to put trolls fast nine and all the other movies that were coming out back in theaters so that way people could watch them in theaters because i mean you see what marvel and disney did well disney they still release onward but they pushed back black widow which was supposed to be coming out i think next month and yeah, well, the big remember the big rumor was they were just going to straight up put it on Disney Plus, and they and they might do that. They might but do that. This is but, Disney mm-hmm. versus Universal, though, so it's like. Well, well, so I mean, you're half right and half wrong. It wasn't because they put it on video on demand. It's because the CEO came out and said that Trolls World Tour made 172 million dollars on demand, and that uh-huh. split on the on demand money is 80 20. So Universal pockets 80% of that revenue mm. while, mm. you know, Fandango mm. Now and whatever the other people are, they pocket 20% of the revenue. So yeah. he came out and said the movie grossed $152 million. What we're thinking is we're going to put – when we put out a new movie, we're going to put it on video on demand first before we put it in theaters. Mm. That's when AMC was like, hold up. Hold on, Rondale. You went you, goddamn minute. Yeah, they were like, you do that, and we're, we ain't showing your movies. Done. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then the, the dude from, um, you know, Universal, uh, Jeff Shell, he was like, 
then don't show us in theaters and we'll we'll take the risk because that 80 yeah. 20 split is sounding a lot better than your 50 50 split and it just goes to show you we don't need you yeah i mean but yeah you know, that's that, that's gambling that, right there you know this is something that uh you know these companies have been wanting to do for a while i, I know we talked about it before when uh when they had released the interview on right. uh, video on demand because they couldn't show it in theaters. So, and, and I mean, same thing, like when you look at like WrestleMania, by them not having it this year and like splitting it into two nights, now it's like you have more people saying like, yeah, I'd be down to WrestleMania being a two night event instead of being a eight hour event. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's give and take. I understand where AMC and Regal are coming from, but hey, if they're going to make more money by doing it on video on demand, yeah, well, see, more power to them. So that's the thing, right, is I get why AMC and Regal, why they want a 50-50 split, because they shout out the millions and millions and millions of dollars to build these megaplexes for people yeah. to come watch movies, whereas yeah. I'm not saying Fandango and all of them didn't spend a lot of money on their apps, but what... I'm saying is they didn't spend nearly the kind of money that AMC spends on theaters. But on the flip side, I don't blame Universal for saying, well, this is a better deal for us as a company. So that's what we're yeah. doing. So I don't think that's anybody's awesome. wrong in the situation. It's just I really think that we're about to see a, a ch You know what? It's so crazy because every time like something catastrophic happens, like 9-11 and stuff yeah. like that, it's the world changes, right? It'll never go back to how it used to be. This COVID's yeah. the same way. I think it's changed how companies are going to hire employees. You're going to see more people working from from home and how we view yeah. movies and all these things. We're we're never going to go back to how we used to do things. Yeah, and um, it, it, like something else that I've been seeing, like a lot of people um, praise by them doing it like this and i know that you brought it up before too trav is how you have kids so it's like spending twenty dollars on a movie is saving you more money at home than it would cost you mm -hmm. to go to the theater pay for your daughters and then have to get snacks and stuff where right. you already got snacks at home you know what I'm saying? and you can pause the movie and i can pause and, the movie you know what i'm saying so yeah and i mean you have point. x amount of time to watch the movie. 48 hours you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no travel time or anything. Well, realistically, yeah, what I could do is as soon as it gets to kind of the end of the movie, I can rewind the movie. So, exactly. therefore, I've really never finished watching it and use yep. that as a, a way to view the movie more than once for that $20. And if it was a certain yep. scene, because think about it, when you go to the movies... It's like you watch the movie the first time, and then you might want to go watch the movie a second time, so that way you can find like all the spoilers, yeah, not exactly, spoilers, but yeah. Easter eggs and stuff. Whereas mm -hmm. now, when you're sitting at home, it's like you can rewind it. Like, oh, did I just notice something? Let me rewind it real quick, take a picture of it, and go ahead and put it online. Bam! Now you now you go on viral. You know what I'm saying? And uh, moving along, something else I wanted to bring up was today. Ubisoft had revealed the new Assassin's Creed title, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Which right. Is it was be, supposed to be Ragnarok, you know, right? I heard rumors that it was going to be Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thank God they didn't. I'm so tired of people naming things Ragnarok. Because of Thor Ragnarok. You know what? Every There's literally like five things called Ragnarok. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So how, how do y'all feel about, you know, the direction that Assassin's Creed is going with this one? Because, you know, the last game was 
Odyssey, which took place in was it Greece or Greece, I believe? Something like or that. Or Rome. It was something like that. And then the one before that, Origins, took place in Egypt. Like I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Brotherhood. So yeah, Brotherhood's the pirate one? No, Brotherhood. Black Sands. Oh, Black yeah, Sands is the pirate Black one. Flags. Black Flags. Black Flags is the pirate cool. one. I thought that was pretty cool, but I haven't actually touched one since Brotherhood either. I just kind of got a little burnt out on the Assassin's exactly. Creed train. Right. Same, it's just same. Same. Like, I mean, it's I don't an know, franchise. It, 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 yeah, I, I mean, but it, it just seems like almost like a cash grab kind of thing. Like, yeah, because exactly. you can have different storylines all in one game, and they're just trying to like milk it. I guess. Yeah, but if we're gonna praise Final Fantasy VII and then knock Assassin's Creed for cash grabbing, I mean, well, I wouldn't, <laughs> it's super, well, I wouldn't super well, hypocritical. I mean, well, D. Well, I don't think point, I. Though. He, mm-hmm. he has a point because back then it's like they kept on releasing the spinoffs and then uh, uh, like I, I can't remember what which which one it was where it's like they had introduced the online co-op and like the game was filled with bugs and it was like they took a break. After I thought that, that was Odyssey. No, Odyssey was the last one. Uh, yeah. It's Origins the... was like the reset to the Assassin's Creed Okay, games. then it was Odyssey. It was Odyssey. That's the one with the bugs then. No, no, no. Odyssey. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, w- w- no. Odyssey is the one that came out after Origins. That's the one that's set in Greece. Oh well, then Origins is the one <laughs> with the bugs. I-, I I can't remember, but yeah, it's like they like you had Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and then they just kept coming out with spinoff after spinoff after spinoff. Well, after spin-off. because it's just like you think about how they set up. Um, what was the Spider-Man game that came out years ago? Uh, Shattered Dimensions, right. where you yeah. play as Spider-Man in different time. Same thing, same concept. You could have. But they, they just wanted to milk. Well, I, I mean, in I my eyes. Mil- maybe now they're milking it, but I don't think they expected the first Assassin's Creed to be that hot. So I don't think it was like yeah. projected oh, no. to get sequels. You know what I mean? Yeah, in my yeah, opinion, the second one is always going to be the best one, in my opinion. With the what? Ezio. Oh Assassin's yeah, the second two. The second one is the best one. The first one, the first one, outside of the bugs it, of Origins or whatever. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first one sucks. Yeah, it's and so it's like, Don't get me like, wrong. It's cool the for first... an hour. Exactly. And then it's I like, agree. all right, it's, this is old. It's, yeah, once you beat it, like, that's it, man. Like, the second one was so much better. I felt like that there was so much more uh, replay value to that game, you know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's it for the intro. Y'all ready to get into today's episode? Yeah. I'm ready, Cap. All right, so uh, on today's episode, we are interviewing... A very special lady. She's done a bunch of superhero shows. She starred in a bunch of movies. And that is Miss Shell Ramos. So let's go ahead and give her a call and let's get into today's episode. Can I help you? This is the NFSA, Mr. Grant. So make this harder than it has to be. What do you want? I have some questions for you, Mr. Grant. 
Hey, what's up, Cheryl? <laughs> How you doing today? Amazing. It is raining over here in Atlanta, and I love the rain, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, rain weather's pretty good. Hey, yeah, let me, it's been pretty cool over here. I want to know, since you live in Atlanta, do you know Chris Chrisley? Have you ever met him? Oh, my God. Chrisley. Chris Chrisley. No, I don't know this. I don't know this person. Oh, hey, Chrisley hey, knows hey, best. That's good. You don't need to know him. You do. Chris Chrisley's the man. He's hilarious. <laughs> what is he, he like? Is he a podcast? No, he has a, re- he has a reality show in USA called Chrisley Knows Best. Wait, is this the guy that like he has like a oh, like a bunch of like a couple of kids and they're kind of like ritzy? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. it's, yeah. It's, he's what's it called? Metro sexual? Metro. Yeah, yes, he, he's you, married though, right? Yeah, he's married. It's like you think yeah. he's gay, but he's not. Yes, yeah. yes, got it, dude. Yeah, he's hilarious. Is he? Yeah, he all right. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, I I ain't never watched the show. Yeah, you. I know. Lie. You know what? You I take that lie. back. The only time, the only time I've ever house. watched that show. Yeah, exactly. That's the only time I watch it because I was at your house. It's it's not something that I'm gonna have on my TV. Well, guess what? Your boy had it, your boy had it on his. Just just like in Practical Jokers, the only time I'm gonna watch it Hold is if I'm at on. your house. That should be on everybody's TV. Yeah, they're great, man. Come on, man. Come on, Banks, don't do it. Nah. <laughs> on on the sneak, Banks is like, okay, two o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna I'm gonna put some impractical joke shows on. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Yeah, so he might that. be watching it right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much all that true TV shows. So I mean, I'm sure you can catch it. I, nah, the only I, I'm gonna be real with you. I did used to watch true TV back in the day, but it was when they had all of those reality shows like uh like Hardcore Pond. And, yeah, or um, no Hardcore Pond. Man, hardcore pop, true TV hardcore used to pop. just be like cop shows and like people and hurting the themselves shows. and stuff. Isn't that storage they have, like, lizard, like lizard lick towing and uh, lizard lick towing? Yeah, bro. Lizard like lick shows. towing. <laughs> yeah, that's not what they're called. There's no way bro. somebody named their company lizard lick towing. No, no. <laughs> of course, of course, they didn't name their company. That was the name of the show. The show was called Lizard Lick Towing. I don't know what the name of the towing company was, but. It was all I think it's just lizard like, like, like uh, it was one show. I think it was called like Miami Towing or something like that. And the girl, she yeah, fell I remember off. she was a badass. But no, ain't no she way. She repossessed uh, car. Shell, hold on real quick. Uh-huh. If you are <laughs> on, here. if you are on the second floor of, in a parking garage, <laughs> and you fall off, you somehow just fall. Do you, are you just going to st- get back up and then walk up to the person that pushed you off of the building and fight them? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Okay, I don't know because like I'm I'm a little sassy pants. So like if somebody like did that to me, I don't know if I would have the guts to actually like push them off the building. But like I'll get sassy. <laughs> I, you do know your new like, name is now Sassy Pants, right? I mean, hey, I mean, <laughs> I, I have the crown, so like uh, that's good, good match. <laughs> so yeah, so um, again, I just want to say thank you for joining us on today's new episode. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you know, one one of our one of our good friends of uh, leveling up with Benja, Benjamin Banks, Mr. Reness Rivera. Oh. Reness? Or is it, it Rennes Banks? It's it's Reness. Oh, okay. I messed his name up at first. Reness. I say it right now. It's Reness. I did too. I called okay, you want this is what I, I Tell the story. I added another syllable in there. I started calling him 
Reneas. <laughs> but not only Reneas. that, like I, I like listen. It. I like it. Listen, look when when I because we just we like just met and I like the next day on set, like he was we were like talking like in my trailer or something, and I was laughing so hard and I I said, Reneas, you're so funny. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, he said, That's it's not my name. <laughs> yes. uh, he said it very like calmly. Now you know that's, you know so that's my stepdad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vanessa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, now I'm like super confused. What? Yeah, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa. He, uh, him, and Trav's mom. They hit it off, and yeah, like this all happened last week. This all happened last like, week. Yep. They got married. Wow. And everything. You're... He was looking like a oh, snack. Shut your mouth. You're lying. No, seriously. <laughs> he was looking like a like a snack, and she was hungry. Uh-huh. Yeah. They leveled Wait. up. And they leveled Wait. up. Yeah, they leveled up. <laughs> Real quick. Back back. 50 feet. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, of course. My God. It's just running Excuse me. I did not get invited to the wedding. What is this mess? Uh, if anything, he's mine. <laughs> that's a swole Travi man. Travi right and Renez. Yeah, that's a swole man. It. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He's it, like, what, like 6'5"? Like He's up there. I thought he was 6'8. No way he's 6'8. That's like Yao Ming. (laughs) That's that's pretty tall, man. (laughs) Reneas. Reneas Rivera. Yeah, that's what we got to call him now, Reneas. Yeah, right. It sounds super fancy. I mean, Pinky's up. (laughs) I I can't remember. uh, It was some, some radio show he was on. And like the guy called him, uh, he he messed he up his whole name. It. He butchered it. He butchered his whole name. But he didn't then, even ch- he didn't even he let him butcher his name and just said screw it. <laughs> and, and, and then he said he looked at the dude. He said it's Reness, and he was just like, oh, I'm sorry, Reness. I don't know what he called him, but yeah, he butchered the whole thing. But you got uh, I mean, hey, you since, got sassy <clears throat> Shelly. Yeah, so you got sassy Shelly. You got Travi. <laughs> But I can't gonna, call you Travi Boy. You can call me Travi uh, Boy. I can call you Travi Boy on this episode? <laughs> yeah. This I can bring it back? Only. This episode only. Okay, this all right. Episode. I'm going to call a you nice Travi special, Boy. Boom. So, Shell, so let's get into your origin story. Let's mm-hmm. let everybody know, like, sure. who, who you were and <laughs> what led you to get into acting. Oh, man. Okay. So I was a dancer first. Nice. Um, I've been a dance since I was three years old. And, uh, you know, I did like the tap, the hip hop or the tap and the jazz. And then uh, I was I was I just got out of class. I mean, I was like maybe like eight years old. And I I peeked into this other class and I saw these people with these. It was like this loud, like thumping, like bass, like music. And I was like, what kind of dancing is that? And it was hip hop. And so I came home and uh, I was like, you know, mommy and pa, that's what I call my parents. I said, I want to get into that kind of dancing. And so my dad started, he didn't know that I was like a taster because I was like a really like, I was a little tomboy like growing up. And um, my dad, he, I I got into the hip hop classes and I was really loving it like so much. And um, my dad started introducing me like, uh, to different kinds of like hip hop that besides what they offered in, in the dance classes, it was like uh, ticking and, and popping. And my dad like grew up on that. I don't know if you yeah. ever heard of that movie called uh, Break In. Break yeah, in. that's exactly what I was thinking about when you uh, started oh, bringing it up. 
Banks, it's my favorite movie in the entire world. The acting is terrible, but like, what I tell you, if y'all haven't seen this up. movie, step up, step up. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Save the last. Honey, don't forget about. Save don't forget about honey. Good too. Oh, oh, honey. oh good. I love Honey. Yes, Honey was so good. Oh, I love that. Um, but yeah, so so breaking. If y'all haven't seen it, like again, it is not like it is really crappy acting. But when I tell oh, you, like, sure. it makes. You, it's the bringing I mean, but, on of dance movies, is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably, probably hey, even it, way, it way below that. It did. It got breaking too. Yeah. <laughs> Electric so, Boogaloo. Yes. Um, I still have those DVDs. It's nuts. Like I wasn't even born in that era, but like my dad gave them to me. Anyways. Yeah, it's like who doesn't um, who doesn't love the '80s? Oh my goodness, yeah, I know. Who Golly, especially like when you're raised on it. I was born in 89, but like nice. I grew up with all of that music because, you know, my, my mom and my dad, that's just the house that yep. I lived in. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know, I did, I, I choreographed for this like one movie when I was like in my, like later, whenever I actually started making a career out of it. And then um, I realized that like when I started doing like more research on, on like dancers, dancers don't really last that long, maybe like 35, 36, and then their knees go out. So I was like, yeah. okay, I still want to be in some type of um, performing. And uh, so that's when I went to um, Orlando. I was actually on a trip. Was I, I was born and raised in Pensacola. And then I was on a trip to um, Orlando just on vacation. And they had these auditions for this role. It was the um, Egyptian mummy princess. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go audition for this. So I like went and auditioned. And I had no, let me tell you, like, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. And I come back to Pensacola and I was uh, working as a dispatcher uh, at Cox Communications and they called me up and they said, Hey, um, this is, you know, so-and-so at Universal Studios and we'd like to offer you a contract. And I was like, um, what? Because like, first of all, like usually like how Universal works, like you're just, you go on, you don't get like contracts. You just go on and you're just like a sub. But they were offering me like a, a contract. And I was like, I don't know what is going on, but like I'm doing this. So put my two weeks in literally like a couple days later. And I just packed up all my stuff and I said, okay, I'm going to go do this Egyptian mummy princess. And um, yeah. And then I, then I was doing it. It was, it was such a fun like character because she didn't really speak. You had to like interact with like guests without speaking it was very odd yeah um and then i then i started then i got into acting classes at a place called art stake studios and i was there for like three years and then when i moved to atlanta it was the same process i was on a trip and i there was this like georgia lottery commercial and i was like nah, i'm gonna go so i did it came back to orlando and they said hey we want you to be here in three days so i was like okay so I actually did, I did the commercial and then I came back and I was like, um, I don't want to, I don't want to be here anymore. And so put my two weeks in at Universal and then I bounced and I've been to Atlanta and, and then the last, like, I want to say like three and a half years, I've been uh, six months in Atlanta and then six months in New York. Uh, my manager is in New York and then my agent's here in Atlanta and it's just a really good combination. Uh, I really love the greenery and I really love Atlanta. It keeps me very grounded, but then New York has that just magic of just beautiful uh, inner self like work and just everybody is there's just so much great like magic and energy there. So I'd like to 
I like to do both. Now, where'd you grow up? So, Pensacola, Florida. All right, so do you know where that is? Different. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in Key West. <laughs> oh, man. So. Very cool. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, Pensacola, Florida. That's where I'm from. <laughs> Got it. Pretty interesting start to your career. Pretty yeah, cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it was, um, you know, I was, I was, I'm very fortunate to be in like a family that is very supportive. Um, I'm half Filipino yeah. and half German. Right. And my dad, uh, he told me that um, he did not like me going to Orlando and, and, and doing this because in the Filipino culture, like you have to get all A's, you get a degree, you have a job and that's how it is like security. Right. Um, yeah, of course. And yeah. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like I took a couple college classes and I was like, Ooh, this is not, this is not for me. Same for me, Jack. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, Jack? Chell, question. Who, my dad? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chell, question for you. Was your mom helping you battle basically what your dad had to say about it or you know, kind of like let her, you know, let her find her own way or. Yeah, she was definitely like that. My mom, um, my mom was, is very much like <laughs> both like worked for the government. And so in that era, like, I guess there was a lot of like suppression of like, you know, make sure that you know, baby boomer era, just make sure you have like enough money for your families. And so a lot of like dreams were never, ever being like followed. Um, mm -hmm. And I think my mom, she was just, my mom is just so supportive of like everything I do. Like anytime I have a problem, she's the first one I call up. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bit tough. And um, my dad is so supportive now. Like I talk to him like two or three times a day, but I think it's like, once you follow that, that feeling inside, no matter what anybody says, uh, you really, and then you also have gifts that happen after that it's like oh dang maybe i should have listened to her and i think that's how that uh that relationship with my father like we just really started to be click like just because like you can't help that feeling inside you know what i'm saying yeah. and you have to follow it and of no matter course, what anybody exactly. says and that and that goes with that goes with any anything you know of course like have the guidance and be an open to guidance but you know when it comes to that feeling like you can't shut it off and then when you do shut it off it's gonna come up in in your later years it's not going to be quiet. It's like heartburn. So, so um, are you right. an mm -hmm. only child? Us. Yep. I have a sister with, she has four beautiful children. I have, and I'm the second oldest. Then my brother, Alex, he's a lyricist mm -hmm. and he's really good with like piano. Nice. And then my nice. brother, uh, Victor, he, they both live in Vegas. Um, and then my brother, Victor, is a dancer. He is a dancer for the Jabberwockies in Vegas. Oh, oh that's pretty sweet. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just love Vegas for my uh, for my thirty first birthday. It was my first time uh, ever going there, and it was it was a really nice trip. Vegas is wow. really cool. Okay. Where did you Where did you stay? Uh, Caesar's Palace. Oh, nice! Nice. Yeah, it was Very it was cool. it was a nice trip, man. Like uh, me and my uh, brother went, and we just we walked everywhere. Uh, and we did a lot of exploring, took a bunch of pictures, and I, you know it's. Definitely you got me a shirt. I would like Hold to, on, let's talk about the huh? shirt you got me. <laughs> oh, didn't I get you a shirt? You got me a shirt. Did That's I, what I'm saying. Hold on, I still have. I still haven't given it to you yet. I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did give it to you. I wear it to Thank bed. God. 
Okay, thank God, man. Because <laughs> I bought, I, I, I didn't know if I had gave it to you or not, bro. It's, it's been, uh, what, I went there in January? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Wow. Was it cold when you went? Uh, no, it was, uh, I was about to say room temperature. Uh, oh, <laughs> and I was about to was, accept it, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was pretty chill. Like, there were days where it was, uh, it wasn't too hot, and then there were days where it wasn't too cold. But it, it was fun. There was a lot of crazy people in Vegas. Um, oh my God, yeah. I did, I did meet the devil when I was there. Uh, he just came up, and he just was telling everybody that he was the devil, and that he came from hell, and he wanted people to give him money. And Did I you gave him a money? dollar and then I just yeah, walked away. Yeah, I gave him a dollar. So you participated in the cult? I, I, I guess so. Mm. <laughs> All right. Wow, that's crazy. So, what, oh, was somebody else about to say something? No, sir, you have the floor. Okay. Yeah, you got the floor, man, Captain. Okay. Yeah, so the question that I wanted to ask was what was the first movie that you starred in? Huh. I would say um, the one that had like significant like um, recognition. It wasn't a very big movie, but it was. Uh, I got to work with amazing legend Al Pacino. Um, it was, crap. yeah, Why it was a movie. Called, my God, it was so amazing. It was a movie called A Hangman, um, and I played this like street kid and. Uh, it was it was so amazing because, I mean, getting to work. I mean, I've got I've had a, a really a lot of really great opportunities to work with some really cool like legends like Ray Liotta, Al Pacino. Like, and those are like I've been very fortunate with that. But with working with Al Pacino, it really psyched me out because I had this really uh, this character where she loses her girlfriend, um, and I find out through an interrogation, yeah. and I I didn't even I had no like earthly idea that anything happened to her and um yeah Al Pacino's character like they were like interrogating me and it was really crazy though on set because like a lot of people were like around him like asking questions and as much as like I wanted to to like you know you have so many questions with like you know somebody that you admire so much but I also had to like serve this uh really beautiful character and like she like breaks down and all of that and so I had to go like sit in the corner but um yeah I mean, that was, that was an amazing, um, experience. That was like one of my, I, I would, I would, I want to say like the, the first like large thing that, um, I really enjoyed doing and I felt very, uh, a lot of, um, I don't want to say like, there was just a lot of importance that I needed to bring right. to yeah. her. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was a really fun one. That was, that was, um, filmed here in Atlanta. Now, nice. did you get to like yeah. have an actual conversation with him offset or not offset, but off camera? Or? Uh, yeah, we talked a little bit. It was really interesting because um, I'm not a. Do you guys know what the cry stick is? Where they put it underneath your eye to make you like cry? It's called. It's called yeah, a, no, I never knew. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. I thought. Some I just thought they were so good. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, I thought because I I just thought that it's like you know you just cry on demand, but yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, some and people hang out of the magic. And that's that's where I kind of am. Like, if the emotion is not coming from within, then, I mean, it's great with the cry stick, but then it also kind of burns your eyes. So, like, am I really in the scene if my eye is burning, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, uh, but I guess it helps, like, some actors. But anyways, I didn't want to, 
uh, use a cry stick, but the camera kept on messing up. And I was, I was, you know, every take that we were doing, um, I was able to like, you know, bring the tears and, uh, after like take seven and eight, um, or to get like a little bit dry. And so Al like changed up and did some like cool thing and like put in different pictures and he slid them to me. And it was just that really cool connection with like, you know, there was no conversation right then. And they right. were just like, I know that, I know that you need this. This is underlining um, actor to actor. And I thought that was a really just beautiful, brilliant uh, thing. And that's probably why he's so amazing. And because it came from an organic place, not from like, yeah. Hey, like we're going to do this. Like that's had this game plan, which that works, that works as well. I've had, you know, you know, other series regulars and people t- do that with me as well. But I don't know. There's something about that old school, like mentality of like, and expecting it. And so it just brought up this really incredible emotion. And I have to thank him for that, you know? Yeah, he has yeah, a ton of it. I just looked Hangman up. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, D. No, I was just going to say, you know, Al Pacino, he's, you know, that he's a legend, like you said. Yeah, and, a, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead, Trap. No, I, I was going to say, what's it called? Like, I saw, I'm sure you watched The Irishman uh, on Netflix. Have you seen it mm-hmm. yet? I saw like the like behind the scenes where they sit down with um with Scorsese and Pacino and De Niro and mm-hmm. Pesci and like just talk and mm-hmm. you can just tell like all four of them are like just so good at what they do. And they've been so doing good. it for so long. And they've been just doing it for so like they know all the tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's experience. Mm-hmm. That's what, like, the difference is, what I feel like is with, there's just such a knowing. Like, it's one thing to, like, you know, I feel like that we're in this day and age where it's kind of like, oh, if I'm on TV, if I have, like, you know, this certain, like, persona that I, you know, act, then I'm accepted by the audience. But it's, like, with them, it's, like, there's just, like, this this knowing. And it just comes, like, so raw and organic on screen. And that's why they're just so wonderful to watch, you know? Yeah, I had looked up uh, Hangman, and I saw that uh, Carl Urban and uh, Brittany Snow was in that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Carl Urban, like he's like he's been in the game for a hot minute as well. Like I know he was in uh, the Judge Dredd movie, and he was recently in uh, this new show on Amazon. Uh, is it The Boys? The Boys, yeah. yeah. The superhero yeah. show, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he's. Yeah. I, I feel like he's an underrated actor. That's just my opinion. I mean, he's been around. Yeah, he's been around. Yeah, who were like yeah. some of the who were like really some of the is. actors you look up to? I like I you know it's so funny. I didn't grow up watching a lot of movies. Um I I would want to say like, you know, or maybe in my like early I mean sorry, late teens, early 20s. Um that's when I really started like getting in the game of like, wow, I really like this person. Right. Um there's this really, um, um, have you guys ever seen that movie called um, Orphan Black? Not Orange is the New Black, but it's called Orphan Black. <laughs> Orphan Black? No, I've seen the Yeah, I'm the show. Yeah, her name is Tatiana Maslany. Um, she's a, an amazing actor. And I like whenever there's, I just like unique, unique uh, kind of TV shows. Uh, but her name's Tatiana Maslany, and she plays a clone of like seven 12 different kinds of clones and then i saw like her process because she plays each one of them 
And so when I when I saw that, I was like, holy cow. So she's definitely a huge one. I really, I love her. Um, I just got through watching a series called um, uh, Little 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 Fires Everywhere. Dude, Did you guys hear about that one? Yeah, everybody's about. talking about that show right Yo, now. Yo, it is like it, so good. It has, what's mm. her name in it? From Scandal, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Carrie, Carrie Washington. Washington. Yeah, Carrie Washington, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everybody's she's... posting those pictures of uh, Carrie Watt. This is Carrie Washington and her facial reactions and whatnot. Well, she's great, anyways. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she. There's just you know, uh, and I, I mean, I love like Ricky, Ricky Gervaisi. Like, I love him too. Like, his, hold on, is I that how you say like, his last really... name? Hold on, I thought it was Ricky. Ricky. Huh? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Is that how you say it, Gervaisi? I... I thought it was I thought it was Gervais. Gervais. I mean, I I that's what I thought. That's what I've always thought, heard. Well, I mean, I mean, well, you call him Reneus, so I mean, I guess that's how you say his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, she gonna get yes. sassy on you, bro. You better watch it. You know. You know. <laughs> you know. Easy, oh my girl. god. Easy. Wait, I mean, I mean, who doesn't love him though? I mean, he's the reason. Why we have the office, you know? Oh my God, I know. It's just, he's, I, and you know what it is? I think it's like, you know, of course, like, I guess I just look at actors as like, we're all this, you know, toolbox and we have all these like different crafts. And I think more so what I think about, like, like Django, I forget, Jamie Foxx was like amazing in that. Right, yeah. So I think about like the characters that these amazing actors like bring. Um, And I mean, and then there's so many underrated actors too I, you know what I I, like Tatiana Bufani too I always say Will Smith is like the biggest underrated star he really is like he's amazing yeah. how many times has Will Smith made you cry he's watching a movie oh my god you know I mean he continues to get stuff he's given us so many like gems like yeah. he can literally do it all he really yeah, can another one because um, uh, last week, John Leguizamo, he was trending on yep. Twitter. Yeah. And it's like, I, I always felt that he was an underrated actor. Like, he's amazing. I was just about Who is this again? Up, John Leguizamo. He was, uh, he was Luigi Mario on the Super Mario Brothers. That's a horrible, that's a horrible example. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't bring up yeah, the Mario Brothers as the example. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what his name was in um uh, Benny Blanco. Yeah, he was Benny Blanco in Carlitos Way. Okay, yeah, Carlitos from the block. Yeah, God, yeah. I got it, got it, got it. But he, yeah, he's but great. He was in he was in uh, Two Wong Fu with Wesley Snipes and Patrick Swayze. That's such a good oh, movie. Man. Such yeah, a good yeah. movie. There you go, Holy Banks. Cow. Get it back mm-hmm. on the track. I just can't believe your example was the Super Mario Brothers movie to describe his <laughs> you, know, you had one Mario. movie to pick out to describe his career, and it was Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. <laughs> I mean, I could have said kick. I mean, he was in kick ass. But no, he's got he so many in, amazing uh, roles, and you picked one of the worst yeah. movies of all well, time. I, bro, I, I loved him in Super Mario Brothers. I mean, Try, like, I wonder why he's that's underrated. The why I chose exactly. It. And that's why he's underrated, I guess, because people like you <laughs> over here, here hey, check go. out Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, man. Spinny Blanco from a, the block, man. So, Shell, watch it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. With doing, um, you were on a couple of shows that I actually personally watched, which was uh, Cloak and Dagger and then The Gifted. Um, yeah. What, 
what led you to those roles? I mean, do you have like a, a personal thing? Do you like uh, comic characters or things of that nature? Fantasy at all? Or was it just yeah. something that you wanted to try? I, um, you know, it's so funny. I'm not, a, I'm not the biggest comic book person. Like, I, I, I mean, no offense to anybody that's comic book. Apologies. But I, it's just not something I really, like, grew up with. Yeah. Um, but the two kids, like, the one character, I didn't have a very big role in Cloak and Dagger. It was, I, th- I believe it was, like, the first episode. And it was so yeah, crazy like how... Yeah, first, second episode. Yeah, first or second episode. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of crazy because I was in New York shooting Shades of Blue. And then they wanted me on, like, a callback for that. Or, like, this, like, I had to do it, like, in, on, on a, on a taped thing, which is, that's, that's a whole nother ordeal. It was kind of crazy. Um, and then when I got it, like, that character was not like anything like following like an actual comic book. I, it was more of like this like guest star character that kind of like is a barrier for um, Olivia to to kind of get around. So yeah. that character wasn't like, but it was, a, yeah. I know it was on, it was a comic book show. Um, yeah. Yeah, that one's, I, I got, it, what is it on? It's like third season now? Nah, unfortunately it got canceled. It got canceled. Two seasons. Yeah. It, it, Same thing. Got, yeah. It, had, it was a good show. Yeah, it really was. It, it really was. Network, guys. To be honest, yeah. yeah, I think it was the network. I know it got we canceled. We talk about Cloak and, and Dagger. Then, uh, yeah, yeah. Cloak and Dagger. The, the problem with canceled. honestly, the problem with Cloak and Dagger is it's not a big enough series to stand on its own as far as the characters and their popularity well, in the comic book world. Well, Cloak and Dagger, they're pretty popular comic wise, but I think that's why I go back to the network. There's nothing yeah. else like it on that network, so it is by itself. You yeah, know, it's like, like, uh, something right? else. It's, it, yeah, it was on free. Yeah, but it's, kind of, it's the same issue with uh, like what we were talking about last week with like Constantine being on NBC and <clears throat> Supergirl being on CBS. Like those aren't your yeah. networks that you will put your superhero shows on. You know that no. the, the networks that had the superhero shows are Fox and uh, the CW, especially the CW. Yep, I think Fox might have been mm. a better, a way better fit. But you know, well, that's the, me. The gift yeah. was on Fox, right? Yeah, the gifted was on Fox. Yes. It had uh, it had two seasons, I believe. Yeah, two seasons. Yeah, and then it got canceled, unfortunately, and it, it ended on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Yep, well, your usually, favorite. That's usually yeah. what happens when they get canceled. Dude. <laughs> they end on cliffhangers. Exactly. Yeah, Just, how, how was it working on the gifted? Because you were up there on uh, on quite a few episodes. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was a oh, that was a wonderful like series, and that was yeah. like I want to say that is my first like fictional character um mm-hmm. and i i've never really like you know delve into like the fa- i don't even really watch a whole lot of like hardcore like fiction i mean you know like walking dead and like you know that type of stuff but when it comes to like superpowers yeah. um that was the first one and i was like oh wow i really love this because then you're there's just so much you can play with because it is in this like fantasy world um, that you, yep. there's no barriers. There's no, you know, you're not caged in to be like this, like human being only like you have, you know, superpowers. Um, and mine was like teleporting and it was so like, it was so fun. Um, because Tyshawn and Renes, like we were on all the episodes, like the episodes that I had, I had six of them. We were all together. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, it was, it was so great. I mean, it's good whenever you can work with like really great people with like, 
there ain't no ego. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. It's just like, hey, like, we're just here to have a good time and co-create. Yeah, I you wish know? we could yeah. get that for going for this podcast, but unfortunately, a guy that names the podcast yeah. after himself, you know what I mean? What do you expect? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I mean people, people know who I am. I mean, like... And I just work here, so... <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm the wrestler. Like, people, they know who Benjamin Banksy is. Like, I mean, if you want to be my tag team partner, I mean, you can, Trav, or Travi. Boy. That's right. We can, we, can, we can tag in the ring and whatnot. Or hey, you could be my manager. I can I can do that. Yeah, you can stand at ringside. Or you know, you could be on the megaphone like your Jimmy Hart, or you could come out you could come out with like a foam pinky on and be like a Paul Bear or something like that. I mean oh, man. the floor is open, bro. Like what more so, do you want? <laughs> Back to the question, the question game. Um, first off, pretty sick powers on the gifted. And yeah, um, thanks. Now that you've done a, a real, like you said, that was your first touch of fantasy game. I mean, uh, sorry, my dog mm-hmm. jumped. He was jumping on me. Um, your fantasy character, would you, is it something that you would want to do again after playing it since you said you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I, I just had this um, audition for, it was another, like, alien kind of character and it it was just it's just so fun like the i think what it is is that you can um depending on the content of course but like you can put more of like this like character on it so yeah i would absolutely like love to do it and i think it's more of like i like that sci-fi type stuff i've I've realized that i like very Mm -hmm. much into i'm starting to very much get into that of course like you know i love my you know uh human type shows i guess you would call them but like i also really like to dive into stuff that's um just a little bit more off the wall out there yeah 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 Yeah. definitely gotcha (laughs) okay cool yeah i was just yeah i was just about to ask a similar question that d just asked um if there were any other superhero shows or movies would you like to work on but yeah d he pretty much just asked that question um, D. I know early, yeah. earlier I had brought up Tu Wong Fu and I had uh, brought up Wesley Snipes and I saw that you had started a movie with him. Arm response. Hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, man, that was a little, that was a while ago. Um, I was more supporting. I, I wouldn't want really to say that I started it with him. I was more supporting. But that was a very, very fun show too. That was more like horror um, I want to say, but yeah, he was great. I didn't have a whole lot of scenes with him, um, but he was great. He's amazing skin. Did he give you like tax <laughs> advice or anything? <laughs> oh, easy. easy. I know he wouldn't be the one uh, to uh, get my advice from. <laughs> come on, bro. We all know Wesley Snipes is that man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, had, we had a few scenes together. Like, was there any advice that he gave you, like, off camera? Um, I don't, I want to say, like, he, he kind of, like, kept more to himself. Um, so it's, it's kind of like what they were saying, like, when, uh, was it Blade 3 or Blade Trinity? Where it's like, they just said, like, he just kept to himself and he only said a few words, but that was it. What are you talking about, bro? Bro, yeah. remember that's what that's what Ryan Reynolds said about uh 
Wesley Snipes and, and Blade. Oh, like, Diddy and Blade like, Trinity? On set. Oh, okay. No, I didn't yeah. see that. Oh, got it. We didn't really, like, talk. Like, like again, my scenes weren't... I didn't... I When I had my scenes with him, they were only, like, a couple of lines. And then yeah. it went off into, like, my character, like, you know, being drowned. But, like... Like... When it was like with Carl Urban and Al Pacino, like there was so much substance there. So like, I feel like it depends on how much substance you have, like with your other co-stars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's just going to, and, and it could be, it's totally different. Like with every single person, like some people, um, they love to talk. And then some people, they're just not like big, like talkers. And, and I have to say like for myself, it depends on like the content. If, if you have like a, you know, light day or you know, you have a you know a couple of scenes that are more comedic. Then you know you want to have that energy and you want to have like that connection, like with you know human beings. But then, you know, if I had a couple characters where I was a rape victim, and that's when I'm like, no, can't talk to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So it depends. Yeah, I had. A, I actually I saw that scene. Um, it was from the show Valor. Oh yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. So like, so like how. Like, explain, like, what goes through your mind, like, when you have to do scenes like that? Um, like, to prepare yourself and whatnot. Right. So, fortunately, I've never been a victim of any of that uh, sexual harassment or anything like that. Um, but I'm very yeah. empathic. Um, so, what my process is, when I have to go really deep into a character, I, I listen to a lot of interviews on rape victims. I, um, that's where my go-to is. Uh, is and and I, I talk with people as well. Um, I went on a ride along one time with a with a cop because I wanted to see what it was to actually like you know see a dead body. I yeah. mean, you know, you go to certain uh, degrees like in order to really pay homage to certain characters. Like even if it's not an actual like real character that something's based off, there are people out there that are living in these forms right. of of characters. You know. Yeah. Um, so for me, that's what I do is, and that's, again, like, there's just so much out there that you don't, don't even, like, realize. I um, worked on a, my first guest star, wow, this is so funny, my first guest star, uh, I had, I worked on a show called Graceland, and I was a meth addict. And um, I, I don't know what it is, ever since I was, like, 13 years old, I've always been really infatuated with people that like are on drugs and or people that are like in this like like that's type your type of like mentality that's what you're saying that's your type that's the kind of guy I, you go for you know honestly I, right i don't even know <laughs> if that's really my type though like, are you talking are you talking about type like like as in like dating wise you're talking right, about, romantic like, yeah you're looking for yeah hold on ron <laughs> hey want to grab a pipe sometime you know yeah no um, but yeah, like, uh, I've just been infatuated with like, you know, maybe it has very, a lot to do with like mental health, like how right. a person has to reach for, you know, meth or, or alcohol or something to, to mask the pain instead of, yeah. I just, it's so interesting to me. I don't know what it is. It's just very interesting to me. Yeah, so cause I've never I'll been interested up. in it, you know what I mean? So I get what you're saying. Like if you've, yeah. met, I've never had any thoughts of, man, that looks real fun or anything like that so for some people to be like that's something i would try you know it's a skew right but it's crazy though too because like you know this kind of like world we live in and we're in this like 
where if you talk vulnerable or if you say anything that's weak, like you're totally like deemed upon. So like, yeah. I mean, just how the, how the human body is like chemically like made up, like we're supposed to be, you know, talking and emoting. But right. then like, since we live in a society where we can't, like we need something to ease that pain. So they reach for that. So honestly, it's not a bad, if you think about it, that person is only trying to emote and how they do it is through drugs. So, I, I, I mean, that's a whole nother like story. So that's where I really get my, um, my thought processes. I, I'm a lot of, a lot of stuff on YouTube, a lot of interviews, um, just because I grew up in a, fortunately I've been very, um, fortunate to have a, a wonderful supportive household. So yeah. I'm like, okay, if I want to be an actor, but I've hadn't had like really bad things happen to me. I've got to go looking for it, you know. Right. Yeah, you got to go deep. Yeah, it's like you got ah, to do your research, said. do your homework. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, it's like I've been. Thirteen. <laughs> it's like I've been waiting to say that's what she said this entire episode, but I just haven't had a moment to say it. Yeah, mm. well, your boy got it. it. <laughs> so, Shadow, real quick yeah. before we move on. Um, so, is it more about? you thinking about like when you see people that have these substance abuse thing of that nature, is it mm -hmm. more about, is, does it just open you up to thinking how they got to the point where they're at? I or think it, it Yeah, go ahead. No, does it go ahead. You got the floor. I think it's, um, we said like, if I wasn't an actor, I'd be somewhere in psychology because I just think that humans are just such a, a cool just the way we all think. And I think it has more to do with the helper in me where I want to fix it. So if I see this problem that's going on in this character, and if I'm able to jump in and really dig deep, maybe there's some way for me to find a way for them to be fully fleshed out in some weird way, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think that has it more... It's more so for that because I, I mean I don't take that kind of stuff like lightly. I really, and because I've I've never really been around like drug abuse. It's more yeah, of like yeah. this curiosity, like how can I get this person out of that mindset? So, and I I guess like for me, it's like you know that's the vessel of of being an actor is having that because there's that just because that character is written. There's so many other people that are watching the show that I'm on that. Like, okay, if I'm able to to bring this character fully fleshed out, maybe I could possibly help the person that is watching the show or watching the movie turn their life around in some kind of way. Yeah, because it's always you know? one of those things where it's like yeah. you, you totally. never know who you might be helping, whether it's uh, something that they're seeing you do on TV or maybe just putting up a post on Instagram or Facebook. And yeah. it's like, yeah. It's, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy how it is because it's like you never know what somebody's going through and you never you know how you're helping that person just by saying, by posting a picture and putting a couple of words, mm -hmm. you know? Right, of course. And I think what another like really incredible thing too is like, you know, as actors and, you know, anybody that's really an artist, like, again, like going back to like, you know, holding those emotions in through art, through rapping through acting through dancing all of those are a way of like being emotive and you know, when you're when people are watching tv like you're they're getting in touch they are closer to you than they are with their wife their husband mm -hmm. their mother their father and i think that i think that connection with people that i don't even know and they're giving me their open vulnerable heart 
although I don't know them, they just are watching the show that I'm on. Like that is such an incredible platform to be on that I will never, ever take for granted. And I think that's like a big, like what drives me and keeps me going like with the whole career. Cause I mean, it's, it's hard, you know, there's there, you get a lot of rejection, but I think that's the driving force. Yeah. It's like what it's like just because one person says no, that doesn't mean that you should stop because there's always uh, going to be another door of opportunity for you to go through. Yeah, definitely. And it's also, I mean, I, oh God, I, I would leave some, I would leave auditions like just crying just because like, you know, you're putting yourself out there, but then mm -hmm. you think about it and it's like, well, what am I actually doing this for? You know, it's not for the, the recognition or the hand clap or good girl or, you know, even an Oscar. Of course, all those things are amazing. But what are you actually doing it for? You know? And what are you doing it for? I think there's, um, there's a responsibility, I feel like. Um, responsibility might be too strong. But as humanity, we are starting to uh, dissipate and with connection. And I think... Um, I do feel this incredible, uh, I'm just going to say responsibility to keep that, keep that connected because, you know, we can change technology. We can change the way we just everything that is man-made, we can change. But the human body cannot be, that will never change. The chemical makeup, that's just, you know, how we are created as human beings, that will never change. And as technology moves on, as everything moves on, we can't forget about like who we are actually. And I think that there's, I have to, I have a responsibility to like keep that going, like for us to all still like be connected, you know? I like it's that. Pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really deep. deep. You I, hear I, that like, kids? Like, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I like what ben, I asked you the time. question. It's your time, say it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I like what I asked you the question and you just like, okay, it's time to get real. It's time, it's time to pull up the sack. She leveled it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she leveled yeah. up. Oh, leveled yeah. Up. <laughs> that's so that's I, really in any 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 career I feel like, you know, like what that's like, you know, an accountant, that's a banker, that's you know, anything. Why are you actually doing it? You know, of course, you know, to make money. You know, that's a that's a you have to live, but you know, there's a driving force. And I think if we if we all like really like we're like, what am I actually doing this job for? Whatever it is that I think we would be changing a lot of different avenues of, okay, wow, I don't want to be a banker anymore. I want to be doing this instead. But we don't live in that um, life right now. I think it's changing, but I don't think we live in a, in a energy like that as of right now. But yeah. we're working on it. Well, that's what I was saying earlier, is that every time like something catastrophic happens, the world changes. You know, right now we're going through this COVID thing. And you got mm -hmm. all this stuff about, you know, Universal getting in a war of words with AMC and AMC saying they're not going to put their movies in theaters and them saying video on demand is the way to go. And people are probably going to be working from home more than what they would be if uh, this didn't happen, this COVID stuff. So you right, never know right. like when things are going to change and what's going to make life change and how we mm -hmm. do life now. Yeah. And, and it's so like crazy to think that like, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what that reason is. And I don't think any of us like it's as everything is still like unraveling. Um, yep. But I do think there's there's pros and cons to everything. 
you know, and, and this could be like a really, I mean, I'm getting to take some acting classes that are online with amazing people that I wouldn't have been able to take with just because they don't live uh, close to me, you know? So, I mean, there's, I feel like there's benefits and, but there's also, you know, some scary things too. Right. I feel like that'll open up more doors for you too. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) So another show that I had wanted to bring up that you had uh, worked on was Saints yeah. and Sinners. Goodness, yes. That was my first, like, like um, I want to say, like, job, job. Uh, you know, I did, like, co-stars in a couple, like, small roles before, but um, mm-hmm. George Pierre was a casting director for that. So, yeah, I was on that for two seasons. How was it working up there? Uh, you said up there? It was, it was filmed in Atlanta. Is that what you meant? Yeah, like, like... You know, like, how was it working on, you know, on set, on the show and whatnot? Oh, yeah, it was it was amazing. I mean, I get I get a lot of like, you know, tough girl, hard roles. Uh, So that one that one was like my first like larger like role. So there was and then, you know, working with like Vanessa and like Christian, like there were they're like, you know, some some hot shots. So I was like, okay, I definitely need to like bring my you know, professional is my A game. And mm-hmm. I was very like nervous, like on set. And there's this amazing man. His name is Afamo. He played like my, my co-star. We were uh, the partners for as cops. And he's such an old like soul. And just so like, there's something just so comforting about him. And so, you know, I would be like, you know, am I, am I, am I doing this right? You know, he's like, yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. Just like, you know, everything's good and just believe in yourself. And, I was very fortunate to have him on there because it's it's scary, you know, your first like big thing, and it's like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this. Oh, yeah. That was that was a really fun show. Everybody was really uh, chill and um, welcoming on that show. And supportive and just wanting. Everybody ah. to, yeah, yeah. Those uh, things are like key. You said. Oh, go ahead. Totally. No, no, no. Go. I'm sorry. You no, got I was just going to say it's just like how you were talking about with the gifted earlier, where it's like. You know, everybody's just there to, you know, have fun, have a good time and just make sure that everybody does the best that they can do. Yeah. And to be supportive of like, you know, sometimes you get on TV shows and um, people will be so uh, egotistical and, you know, taking a lot of things personally. But if we're all here and this 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 doesn't, doesn't just go for the actors, this is the director, this is the PA, this is the producer, this is everybody. If we're all here serving the story and the story is what we're actually wanting to come together and serve, then there there's no room for ego. I'm saying there's no there's no room for that, like at all. And um fortunately I've been very blessed to like not really have any anything that's was really deep into egotistical stuff. Um but yeah Saints and Sinners was great. Like it was very family like on that show. Yeah, because uh I seem I mean you've been in quite a number of shows for you know, you don't have a lot of, like, quote-unquote one-and-dones. You know, like, you'll be on the series for X amount of episodes. But mm-hmm. what was it like working on The Purge? Because personally, I think The Purge is a better TV show <laughs> than a movie series. I agree with you on that. Well, Did I you guys see the second, the second, the second uh, season? Okay, so this is my thing. I watched the first season of The Purge, mm-hmm. and... I have the season two on my DVR and Got because it. I saw that you were up there, I watched the first two episodes and I saw gotcha. that you were up there and it, it was cool. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to be a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to who? Yeah. Yeah, shout to out her. to who? Oh, okay. Oh. Our guest. Uh, Are y'all serious yeah. right now? You got sleeping? <laughs> sassy. I, sassy pants. Yeah, yeah sassy pants. I've never seen somebody <laughs> shout out somebody who's already in the conversation, though. <laughs> but like she, usually he, a shout out is reserved for, for so usually a shout out is reserved for people who are like, "Hey man, you want to shout out your homies at home?" Yeah, shout out to Rondell. I've never seen somebody be like, no, "Shout, yeah, out, to shout yeah. out to you." Like, <laughs> now are you are you talking about the TV show you, or are you talking about something else? No, nah, we're talking about something else. Okay, all right, just make it sure. Yeah, but go ahead, show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh yeah. No, no, no. My God, are you kidding? Um, yeah. And for season two, I've heard that like season one. I didn't. I didn't watch season one. I saw like a couple of you know, um, uh, like a couple episodes just to prepare for the audition. But like for season two, like they decided to, they hired on a whole new like line of like producers and everybody like they because they wanted to go a whole different direction. Um, because they yeah. said like season one was very like prim and proper, very perfect. And then season two was like gritty as hell. Um, so, I mean, just a lot of like, it was a lot of different like camera angles and steady cam. And, uh, that was a very, very fun show. It's so funny. I work with a lot of like, um, like I'm, I was the one chick and just a bunch of guys within the group. And then the yeah. same thing happened in the gifted. And then the same thing happened yeah. in Hangman. It's funny, which is cool. Like, I'm, you know, again, like I like grew up as a tomboy, but um, yeah, it was that, that show was so much fun. I got to stay in New Orleans for like three months. So, but it was crazy because I booked that show and then I also booked Outer Banks at the same time. And Outer Banks was just supposed to be like, I think like an episode or two. And then they added more episodes. So trying to like coordinate that, my agent, he was just like, listen, I'm just going to give the two productions their numbers and they can like talk it out. Because I was literally like going back and forth between uh, South Carolina and New Orleans. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, I was going to uh, say about The Purge, like how you were talking about the first season where it just felt perfect. It's like on the first season, I, I felt like they tried to make it similar to the movies where it's like when you watch the movie, it just goes straight to the purge. Whereas in this, from the episodes that I watched, um, it's like the purge is on the first episode. And then on the second episode, it's, it's building up to next year's purge. So I'm liking that so far. Yeah. Explaining like, you know, what the characters are going through and whatnot, because, you know, spoiler alert with uh, your character, your crew, it's like they robbed <laughs> the bank. And uh, the one guy, he was still inside the bank when the alarms were going off. Bro, so you say spoiler alert? Yep. Oh yeah, I, I I said a spoiler alert. You did not. Yeah, he I did. did. He did. He yeah, did. Yeah, man. I, I yeah, you need to get off your bro. phone, bro. I ain't on the phone. <laughs> He's sleeping, Travi boy. But that, I mean, mm -hmm. but I've only seen the, the first two episodes, so I'm looking forward to finishing the series. But I mean, season one was really good, and from the two episodes that I've seen, like just from the jump, like it looks like season two is going to be another banger. They got a lot more like a lot more uh, recognition. Um, yeah, they, they just hired on a whole new production like team for it. So um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun too. Like there, it was a lot of moving parts um, just because like, you know, different directors and all of that. So, and then there's four different storylines going on. I've never worked exactly. on a show that that was, that was 
And I was like, dang, like when I first I got the audition, I was like, wow, there's four different storylines. Is this going to be because I'm not I'm I'm not a huge fan when it comes to like so many things going on. I think that's why I Mm. like watching old movies. It's because like it's this one thing that they're going after. But like four different storylines, they they did a they did a terrific job of like keeping everybody interested and um yeah, it was good. It was really, really fun. Yeah, they did uh the same thing in the first season too. I think it was uh I think it was like three or four storylines. So I feel like, you know, with with you having that many storylines going on on one show, it always gives you something to look look at. And then you can always go back to the other character because it's something fresh now that you're looking at this character. So it's cool when when some shows do stuff like that. I mean, I know sometimes it can be overbearing and uh, sometimes it can feel like mm-hmm. too much, especially if they don't know what direction that they're trying to go in with the show. But I mean, like I said, with the Purge season right. one, it's like they did a really good job. And right now with season two, what I'm watching and all the storylines that are going on, like I understand what's going on and I'm enjoying it. So hey, if you can't if you can't follow. It, yeah. But, what has um, to do know, with like good writing too, you know? Exactly, exactly. It has to have good writing, and right. I mean, like they got good writing right now. I mean, with what I'm watching, and then the cast up there too is phenomenal as well. Like, so yeah, uh, uh, it was that was a really it was it was a fun one. It was hot. Did you, did you ever? Ooh, it was hot. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch any of the Purge movies? Well, I mean, it, it's been a long time. Um, I watched them when they like first came out. Um, but when I got that audition, huh, it was 15 pages long and they wanted it the next day. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I like broke all the rules and like, but it's like, just like where, like I saw like the character and then well, a couple days later, um, like, <laughs> uh, there is this part how, okay. Do you remember since you watched it? Do you remember that part? You watched the first episode, you said, right? Yep. Um, do you remember that part where I was like working like with the with the lock? Yeah, you were trying to open up the like, safe. I was trying to open up the yeah, I was trying to open up the um to get in through the door. Yeah. It was like the the lock to get through the door. Yeah. And so what they had that scene for the audition. And what I did was I was like, you know what I think would be really cool? If like I used like pliers and I was using the camera as the lock so i looked directly in the camera and i was yeah. like picking it so it was like i mean you have to think about those types of things like whenever you're an actor too because like it's not just about the acting it's also about the camera angles too um because so, you're really trying to draw on the audience i.e the casting director and uh so yeah when i broke that rule i was like eh, i'm not getting this <laughs> and then i got it so Look at that. Good, I mean, like I said, you had yeah. a quick improvise. You, <sighs> right. You said what, D? Oh, I was saying that was a great improvise. Um, uh, thanks. Did you did you have some other questions or I can have, I, I have one more question? Uh, yeah, if go you ahead. have something, if you have something, you can go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I'm. You follow me up. You got me. You got my six. Right, I got you. Follow behind him. Okay. <laughs> I got you. So, um, <sighs> sassy pants. Have you ever yes. been close to filming outside of the country or have you actually filmed outside of the country? I was very close to filming. Um, I didn't get this show. I had a callback for it. I'm trying to remember what it is. Um, oh, what is the daggone thing called? Anyways, it was a movie yeah. that was being filmed, I believe, in like Dia or something like that. Where? 
You know, India. Oh, I heard India. India. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I ended up not getting it. Um, But it was, it was, it was, I think it was based off of a comic book series too. It was about like nuns. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Um, (laughs) Warrior nun. Warrior nun. I'm about preacher. Warrior nun. It's called nun. Um, Anyways, I believe it was, it was, I'm going to check into that. Yeah, warrior nun. That's what the, yeah. And I, I was for this, I auditioned for the girl, like Lilith, um, but I think it was, yeah, I want to say it was in India. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, though. Okay, that's sorry. cool, though. No, no, yeah. no worries. No worries. Banks, you're up. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. ask about uh, the Outer Bank show, because I saw that that was the most recent thing that you did. Did you mind explaining what the Outer Bank show is about? Because, I mean, like, that's right near us. We're, we're all from Virginia, so... Oh, nice. Y'all live in Virginia right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Gotcha. I didn't know. When you said you're from there, I didn't know if you, like, uh, live there currently. Yeah, we all, li- we all live in the same house under one roof. Oh, my God. I love Ooh, that. Wow. Yeah. We're all actually uh, three-way marriage. <laughs> yeah, Rene- and and, and uh, Reneus is, uh, Rene- he's our father-in-law. <laughs> he's he's boy oh. up there. Uh, <laughs> never seen him. A- you ever seen an old movie called Three Men and a Baby? Yeah, Three well, Men yeah, and a Baby. Three Men and a Renee. <laughs> three Men and a Renee. <laughs> oh my hey, god! We, hey, at the end of the at the end of each episode, like, do we all go sit on Renee's lap while he's sitting in the recliner? Of course, hey, like, he's so big, he can fit today. all three of us on his lap. So <laughs> why wouldn't? <laughs> That's right. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um. Yeah, for Outer Banks, that was that was a funny one. That again, like that one was a very very small audition, and it was one of those things where I was just like, ah, I'm gonna throw a country accent on it, and I did, and they loved it, and then I, you know, um, and it's always so funny, like these things that you just like think of off the cusp of your head, and then it turns into something, you know, much more greater, which I'm super fortunate about. Um, but it was, yeah, that was a really fun one too. I mean. Jonas and and Josh Pate, who are the producers and you know the ones that put all put it on, like they're they're amazing and it's always great. Like I said, whenever you have somebody that makes you feel inclusive, because I wasn't yeah. one of mm-hmm. the like you know stars or anything. Of I mean, it was based off of the four kids and then um, a couple of the parents. I was just one of the police officers, um, and that was such a fun show. I mean, like like the guys like they like chase and and rudy like they would just you know come and talk with me just on the side and we would just like have conversations and um i've never that's the first time that i would like ever filmed in the carolinas so there was a lot of um what's it called marshes is that what it's called yep uh-huh. marshes mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah i mean a lot of deer too see a lot of deer we we hung out a lot because it was like filmed like predominantly like you know a lot of like water stuff so we were in the marshes a lot but like we would be out there for like 14 hours a day and they would have like the, like a little like boat with like bathrooms on it because it took like i want to say like 20 30 minutes to go from you know land to set because we were out actually filming inside of like the marshes um so that was really interesting that's not, that's something i've never really done before um 
So, yeah, I mean, it was great. They, unfortunately, there, had a, there was a couple of scenes that I wasn't able to be a part of because Purge already had me. Um, yeah. And there was another guy that actually took my spot. But, I mean, that was that was a really wonderful show, too. I think it was, like, one of their more larger, like, Josh and Jonas paid and Shannon. I think that was one of their more larger um, projects. So I'm really happy it's doing well. Yeah, I mean, they had that Netflix backing, so... Oh my god, yeah. yeah. And I think they're already like on they already got go for like, you know, to put out some scripts for season 2. Um so that's amazing. Nice. Yeah, cuz yeah, cuz I saw that it, it just it just came out on Netflix this month. So, it's definitely something I'm going to check mm-hmm. out, especially with it being in the Outer Banks and whatnot. It's right there. But I think like Outer Banks I'm trying to think because Outer it's is it Outer Banks, North Carolina? Yeah, that's it's like North, like North Carolina, uh, Virginia. Got right? it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. You might yep. be thinking of Myrtle Beach. That's like South Carolina. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So what? So what's next for you? Can you can you tell us what uh, other projects that you have coming up that you're working on? Oh, actually, it's been so slow that like nobody even knows like anything that's. I mean, I don't have anything lined up as of right now, so. You know, when I do, when I have downtime, I, what I do is I take, you know, old scripts and this is like old scripts from like the seventies, eighties. And, um, I read them through scene by scene and I watch them, uh, I watch the movie and see what the actor like does like with it. Um, because it's always interesting, you know, watching people on TV and it's like, oh man, what did they actually do? Like when, what was going on in their mind when they were, you know, breaking down the script and the character. So on my downtime, that's what I do because I, I I just don't have anything lined up as of now right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you guys did y'all have any other questions? Yeah, I want to I want to know your thoughts and opinions on Tiger King. Oh my god. Uh, listen, I tried to watch. Thank like, you. Two episodes. Thank you. <laughs> No, it's the most it. overrated show on social media I've ever seen in I my life. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, you're probably right. You know why, Banks? Nobody needs to watch it. It's, it's like, not a good it's show. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's not just, a. Uh, it's like that. Well, movie it's not a show. It's a documentary. Bird Box. But well, no, because it, it's a documentary, so it's not even a show. The way people no, talk about that. it, they make it seem like it's a show. Yeah, but remember how like people were overhyping Bird Box and right. like it. It was it was just an okay movie. It wasn't something on, to write man. home about, yeah. but like Hold everybody's overhyped. Bird Box was a good game. movie. No, it wasn't. I it was okay. It. it was okay. It didn't it suck. Was good, not great. It was good. It was good. Not great. But Tiger King like is that, on another right? level. I don't understand the appeal. I don't know why people are rooting for this oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why he's liked so much. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm sure guessing. either because like I watched it and I was like, Whoa. like I'm trying, I'm like, I'm like, okay, is something wrong with me? Because like I'm not digging this at, at all. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think what it is is because everybody's just stuck inside right now, and mm-hmm. there's nothing better to do than to you know either watch Netflix or play games, and this is the big thing. I guess it's just because of the characters on the show that people are drawn to. I mean, they're, yeah. they're wild characters, that's for sure. Right, definitely. Well, it's interesting though because, like, I, what you said, Travi, about like, so funny. I'm, I can't I believe know. I'm getting like the go ahead and call you, Travi. 
And you said yeah, it nonchalantly too, like it was just in casual right. conversation. Right, right. Um, like I actually, I really enjoy like really well thought out like documentaries. Like there was, um, have you guys ever seen When They See Us or the Central Park Five? No. No, oh. I, I, I have it on my on my list on Netflix. I do need to watch it. Watch it right now. I'm telling you, it is so good. That's Although, okay. like, oh, well, here that's she comes. Sassy yeah. Listen, it is so good. Like, although I'm, I, I love those type of shows that have something to do with like redemption or like right. anything that like somebody has been in jail for like for a long time yeah. that that wasn't supposed to be in there. I'm very well, much what's the for show that, that Fifty Cent is doing on ABC. It, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, it's it's like the guy who's the guy locked he went up oh, and he's prison a lawyer. For, you're right. Yeah, he becomes a lawyer uh, in prison, and then he eventually. I'm mad. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called. I'm, I'll look. It I up can't remember quick. either. Um, I think I, you said it's on ABC. It's on ABC. Yep. Yeah. It comes on after uh, Blackish. Yeah, it's produced by Fifty Cent. Yes, I remember what it's. It's not um, power. I, yeah, it's not power. It, we know this. Power's really power. Power. I I liked. Power's like power. really good, and I think just power has the problem that all big shows have is you're never going to get an ending. Now, yeah, it's not empire. It's just a constant. Okay. You're just never going to get a good ending. I mean, it just is what it is. Well, I, hey, look, I'm going to tell you the season finale of Empire was last week, and it did not feel like it was a season finale at all. Uh, like series finale, it series. did not feel like that. It felt like it was just a regular episode again because the show's so big, mm. you can't end big shows. Like the Sopranos can't yeah. end, had a trash ending. Game of Thrones yeah. had a trash ending. You I can't. Hope Supernatural end, doesn't have a trash ending. It's going to because you can't no, end I big shows because you just can't please this many people. How do you end something? That's first what off, she said. how do you end something? Yeah. Uh, you can't. You just. You it's just so hard. It. That's what she said. With That's the cliffhanger. No <laughs> 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 cliffhanger in there, man. Yeah. Are you still I, looking up the show? Yeah, I, I just typed in 50 Cent shows and like... And you can't just type in 50 came, Cent shows. Oh, it's, all, it's it was called a bunch For of Life. What? Life. For Life. For there life? we go. Thank you. Yeah. See, she on, is it on right one. now? Yeah, it's been on. Huh? Oh, shoot. I think it's about the... Uh, it's about the, the first season's about to be over. Yeah. Yeah. It had 10 episodes. See, I, I didn't even know about the show. A prisoner becomes a lawyer and fights to overturn his. Oh my god, that's my. Oh, it's so stuff. good. And the guy and that think- stars in it, uh, his name's like Nicholas Pinnock. Dude, he is amazing. Is he? Oh my god, he's such a good actor. <sighs> okay, definitely probably gonna watch it hey. today. I'm watching Unorthodox right now. That's what I was doing right before we we got on the call. But I heard that's, that's really good. good too. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I heard that's really good. Only a four yeah, part miniseries. I need to I need to finish the flash. Oh man, you know what I was gonna bring up before uh we end up wrapping this thing up is um you, how you played uh like you know we talked about the purge that was on FX. Um mm-hmm. it was on USA. I don't oh it was on USA. why did I think it was on FX? You probably thinking about the purge movie yeah, that was on FX. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that too. Okay. But yeah, well then I guess just void what I was about to say because I was just about to say it seems like FX can't make a bad show. Like every show that they oh, make sure. is, is golden, but it really is. That's, like that's they, an irrelevant uh, comment since it wasn't on like FX. Like Dave, <laughs> you got Atlanta and oh, dude, all always sunny. Yeah. Always sunny. Uh, I mean, that could still even, be true. Even, 
even the shows that end like uh um what was the show? I'm mad I can't even think about it. But they you know what I'm talking about. No, we know what you're talking about, bro. We yeah, know. you know what I'm talking about. We know. We got gotcha, you. <laughs> so yeah. Alright, so so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. Sure, Shell, thank you for cool. joining us. Thank you for joining us. It was it was real fun having you up <laughs> here, man. That's right. You got real sass. Oh man, it was pants. so fun. You know, just if you ever need some pants of sass, here it's I like, am. You almost yelled at uh rebellious over here, and that was awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, easy now. <laughs> My bad. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the guest. Sassy yes. pant or the no. pants of sass. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Sassy shell. No, they... Leave your body in a well. What's up? Oh, shoot. <laughs> easy. easy. Don't hurdle. Hurdle. No, this is so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is so great. Yeah, welcome. Oh. Um, before we let you go, please mm-hmm. let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. Yes. So on Instagram, I am Shell Ramos 24. That was my track number in high school. Real quick sidebar, y'all. I was the worst I, track runner. I was about to say, I, the- I was just about to say, how'd you not bring that up? And now I know why, because you were the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I fell. I didn't. Okay, first of all, I did not have a good coach. And so I would stutter step going over the hurdles. I was a hurdler. And every race yeah, I well. fell. I mean, every single race I fell. But you know what? I got up and I kept running. And the crowd would the crowd would cheer for me. So yeah, it's not about it's not about how you, you fall down, down. It's about how you get up. If you would have stayed yeah. down, you know, would have been a problem. You know what I was thinking? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen Seinfeld? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you're seeing yeah. the Seinfeld, but there's an episode in Seinfeld where Kramer gets these ridiculous sh- like shoes, like these gym training shoes, and he gets like surgery done on his mouth, so he has like Novocaine, so he can't talk. So one of the guys thinks that he's mentally challenged. So everybody's like clapping for him and saying, you do such a good job. You live on your own. And that's just exactly what I went to when you were like, everybody clapped when you fell. Exactly. Listen, like, listen, that's exactly me because, and then there's people like, especially like my teammates when they, and every race I fall, every race, oh, hot mess. So they probably definitely thought something was wrong with me. Anyways, that's where 24 comes from. Well, they were probably like, babe, she'd make but, a great actress. Well, you know, <laughs> it's it's just like uh, when you watch Apollo. It's like you can't boo the kids or somebody that's singing a song about God. You got to clap for them, you know? Right. Yeah, like in Dave, where they do the, the, all the kindergarten kids do the play, but the play is just god-awful and horrible. But you can't boo oh. the kids. Boo They're doing the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like smiling, like that Kermit the Frog smile, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Uh. Yeah, that's pretty much the only social media though I'm on is Instagram. I, I hear about this TikTok, but like, oh, I do go back. It. I, listen, you I know, should do it. No, you should do it. We're, no, sass... we're too old for TikTok. No. We are too old for TikTok. Do not do TikTok. <laughs> First of all, this is a young, beautiful woman that you're talking about here. Old yeah. is not old is not in her dictionary, okay? You might be old, <laughs> sir. I'm old. Sassy Shelly. She's not. Uh, also right. that so uh, that's uh, what was that? I was just gonna say trash spitting that hot hot fire. I'm that's just all saying. She is. You know, hey, we don't throw the O word around woman. 
<laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, At least not that O word. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, my my bad, Travi. My yeah. bad. Yeah. Travi. You apologize. Chill. 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 I won't let I won't let you insult our guests that come on this podcast. Damn it. I've spoken. Especially when we wrapping this thing up, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can't totally. we can't let her leave the podcast like this. We gotta do it right. Okay. Listen. So, let's sit. We need you to sing out. Sing out. What yeah. do I sing? Sing yourself out. Anything. Yeah, sing, uh, uh, sing, let it go, or uh, sing. I want it that away by the Backstreet Boys, or no, better yet, bye wait, bye 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 in sync. Wait, I have a really good one, but do I? I have to get the proper like strategy here. Do I? Do I sing and then I click off, or do I sing it and then the go? Yo, you can mic drop uh, us if you want. Yeah, you, you can, can totally mic, mic drop. drop us. Hit the mic drop. Yeah. Then. Hey, I double dogged it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, did she, okay. did she hit the mic drop? <laughs> mic drop. So is that the thing? That's like the signature of your guys' podcast? Is, is the... well, it, it is I'm, this week. It is yeah, this it week. Is this one. Yeah, <laughs> it is this week. We're trying it out. Got it. Okay, here we go. Don't let it stand. I'm going to give you 10 seconds of my best sass pants on the earth of this planet. Yes. Oh, snap. Here this we go. The first leveling up with Benjamin Banks send off. So let's go. Watch out. Watch out. I said a hip hop. The <laughs> hip, hip it to the hip hop. Poppy and don't stop. Right up to the bang bang. Book it to up jump the book it to the rhythm of the book it be. Oh! Bro. 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 Did she really just hit that? Bro. She hit us with the yeah. okie doke. That just happened. She hip hopped on out of here. See ya. With the sass and all. Sass and all. Sass and all with your boy Travi. <laughs> oh, it's like, my thing is, my thing is, it's like, why is it cool that, you know, she could call you Travi, but it's like, it's not cool when your boy calls you Travi. He's just like, nah, don't call me Travi. Call me Travis. It's, it's like, you hit you hit the redust. It's redust. I'm like, oh, okay. Right, well, while y'all figure that out, I'm going to pick this mic up that she left on the ground. Oh. Right Bro, bro. I can't even tell you. She did, she did drop it, and she just left it there. Oh. Is it is it hot? Is it hot fire right now? Uh, yeah, man. I need a bucket of water for this mic. Ooh, hot potato. Ooh. But yeah, man. Hey, this was a good episode. I'm glad that we was able to get her to come on and you know just talk about herself and like give us like all these cool stories of you know all the things that she's done, like how she got into acting and whatnot, man. So. Yeah, I was, that was, that that was pretty really, dope. Yeah, it's really cool having her on. And um, again, when she comes back, she's gonna spit the whole version of the song that she did. Yeah. Um, hey, we gotta make sure between the three of us, we gotta hold her to it. Remember we that. We gotta hold her to it. And so make we sure need, we we cut off the conversation a little early. Yeah, we need to make sure that we're on the track with her when she's doing it, so that way she's not doing it by herself. You know what I'm saying? I'll do what I do. I know you. I'll, I'll do my homework. That's right. So with that being said, let's go ahead and do this outro, and let's end it right. Rebellious D, tell yep. everybody in social media land where they can find you at. Rebellious underscore D twenty three on Instagram. Trav or Travi, where can they find you at? You already know at ZK Audio. <laughs> On Instagram. 
bro. I thought you was just gonna leave it at you already know. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's coming to me. And you can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks at KingBenji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And if you go on Facebook, just type in Benjamin Banks and I'll be the first one that pops up. And if I'm not, then it's gonna be an issue. And don't forget about our Patreon because we need money, especially in these times, we need money. So just as much as you can give, we'd appreciate it. And you can find us at Leveling Up Banks. That's on our Patreon and on all our social media platforms. And I forgot to plug my MySpace. Type in King Benji underscore Banks and I'll come up on MySpace because I should be the only Benjamin Banks up there. And with that being said, thank oh, you, hold everybody. On. Hold on. To- oh, what? Before, what? before we leave, well, before what? we get in our UFO government picture okay. and, and take off out of here, let me just say, I think, aren't we going to be posting some surveys and things like that for to see what some of the viewers are looking for in the show what they want to add to the show right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. let's let them know look we want to hear from y'all and we want to know what it is that you want to see on the show who do you want to see on the show what do you want to see us do on the show what do you want want us to talk about on the show let us know Hit us up. Yep. Super important, guys. Yep. And uh, with that being said, are we done? Oh, hey, I said it already. Are we Are we all about to go upstairs and, and go to sleep? And, yeah. Uh, get in our bed. Somebody get. And, ha- and have Renea sing us a song like uh, they used to do on Full House. That's right. Hey, he's a pretty good singer. He is. That's, That's right. We had yeah. him done the, uh, the send off song. Yeah, we should have, man. Reneas. We can get him to do it next time. Like that? Yo, what was that? Yeah. Who was singing? I don't know, but it was beautiful. I don't know. It was beautiful, and that's how we should have ended it. But with that it's being called said, the song we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.